Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with the first Central Virginia Fishing Report of 2021 with Ethan Martin at Tailteller's Fly Shop. How you doing, Ethan? I'm doing rich again. Uh, welcome to 2021. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be looking up from 2020 for sure, right? Well, hopefully. Yeah. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so was Santa Claus good to you this year? Oh yeah, yeah. I, you know, I got a boat, so that's about as much as you can ask for. Yeah, I would say that's a pretty good uh, Christmas present. And you know, in Central Virginia, kind of right around Christmas, you guys have gotten a ton of rain, and I know that's still kind of working its way out of the system. And you're getting ready to get more, and it's getting ready to turn cold. So, what does that mean for fishing? Uh, it's pretty much. It hasn't like shut down, but it has. It's slowed down on our bigger rivers for sure because everything has, um, well, gotten cold. I took a stream tent last week, uh, and our river temp, the James in downtown, was like low 40s and it was like 43 degrees. Um, now, we haven't had a lot of like colder nights beyond that, but basically it just means that the fish are going to be more lethargic. Um, they're going to move to the deeper pools, and it's going to be more centralized locations where you're fishing. So. If you are going out, which, like you said, a whole lot of rain, so, you know, the James is up pretty good right now. Um, so if you are going out, a, a boat, a jet boat, obviously, is going to be the easiest. Um, but if you do end up floating it out of a raft, you're probably going to be focusing on the holes, um, the deepest holes that you can come across. Um, and, you know, the fish aren't going to be very spread out. So you are going to be floating over quite a bit of dead water um if you you do end up going out um in terms of like the actual you know fish bite yeah people have, have been catching stuff um and especially you know guys that have put the time in to learn the fisheries so um if you go out you know one time and you expect to catch a muskie in high water and it's cold you uh you might be getting ahead of yourself some but um people who do it you know you won't know unless you try uh and then in terms of like, you know, the next upcoming week, I think we do have some more rain, you know, that's forecasted to come like Friday or, or, um, and so that could just make it worse. But, um, we, we've actually been fishing some of the smaller streams and, and doing pretty well because it hasn't been like super, super cold. Um, so our smaller streams are the ones that are in the mountains, um, haven't been like frozen over, which they rarely over here um and that keeps it pretty pretty fun actually yesterday um my dad and i went out and i caught uh three brook trout on on dry flies and then you know quite a few more on uh nymphs. and so it's one of those things that you know we might not be able to go to some of the bigger rivers but um the small streams are still fishing well and actually yesterday we, we caught some of the biggest brook trout that i've caught especially on that the stream that we were on, which is not a very big stream. Um, but yeah, my, the one of the first ones my dad caught was like 10 inches. So it, that was a monster, <laughs> um, brook trout. And that was on a nymph and, uh, and it was actually pretty early in the day, which I usually tell people through the winter, you know, just, you can, you don't have to get out at like seven in the morning cause it takes a little bit for the brook trout to wake up. Um, which, which was true yesterday. Cause, um, it does get warmer as the day progresses, obviously. So, but we started at about eight fifty ish, nine ish, some sometime around there. Um, 
kind of expecting, you know, the fishing to be a little slow in the morning and then pick up towards the afternoon as we had hiked up the mountain. Um, and, you know, right at about 9.15, we started catching fish. And we, we did notice that it got better towards about noon. Um, but, you know, it, it's one of those things. You, you go out and we're fishing the dry dropper and uh, we somehow made a meet. So uh, I'd, I'd recommend it. Um, if it if we do get a lot more rain towards Friday or um, whenever it was that it was forecasted, um, then I would say, you know, you might want to consider waiting like one day or, or call a shop um, and I can let you know if the stream that you're planning on going to might be blown out, um, even, even if it is up high, because that's one of the, the dangers. Every stream is different. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of your brief overview. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And it flows well into our listener question. Uh, Jackie wanted to know kind of the jumping off place from an elevation perspective to start targeting native rookies. Yeah. So elevation to me is not as important as temperature. Um, And what you would be looking for is a temperature that is, you know, doesn't exceed really like 75 degrees in the summer because trout, you know, they, they can survive at an incredibly low elevation if they have uh, a spring of some kind that comes in. So like, Towards central Virginia, there are several places that have springs lower. You know, it might be one. It's not going to be something like Mossy Creek where it's literally just a spring creek. Um, but that is definitely going to impact your change where you can start fishing for trout. Um, and what I would do, honestly, would be every stream is different. So I wouldn't look at a set number and be like, can I go and fish for trout here? I, I would just honestly go and try it if you have permission to fish the stream um or if you you know think that there might be trout there then i would just go and give it a go because pretty much um if the stream is in or near the mountains uh it is probably at some point in time gonna have a trout in it if if there's trout in it (laughs) especially through the winter because trout are more willing to move around um as we get to the winter so, yeah, I guess to kind of summarize, what I would say would be don't don't get too caught up on a number, um, you know, like a 1,000 foot or 2,000 foot, because our mountains here aren't quite like out west, you know, where that elevation is going to matter as much, because these are more like large hills, you know, <laughs> if I'm being blunt with, with the East Coast Mountain, because um, it is going to just really revolve all around what is the temperature um, that that the stream is at. Um, and, I mean, I'm sure there's like some fixed number somewhere that some biologists would say, but I've seen brook trout, I've seen wild brook trout in streams that you would never assume a brook trout would be in. Um, and the only way that you find that is just by going and fishing and accidentally stumbling upon it. Yeah, and, and I would say, you know, to your point, take a thermometer with you and temp the water out. But also, you know, you are looking for cooler water, and that means, you know, streams that have tributaries that are dumping into them, springs, like you said. And, you know, also tree cover makes such a big difference uh, in Central Virginia. Yeah, yeah, that, that would be the other point I would add, because there's a couple of small streams that they have been forested out like a, a fair amount. Um, and, I mean, I was, there's protections around that for sure now um but if it is a lower elevation stream so like for example my, my parents live 
um, in kind of like a farmland area um, down here in, in central Virginia. And, you know, there, there was a stream I'd always kind of wondered, like, I wonder if a, if a trout could survive there. Well, then last year they just, like, you know, basically harvested all of the trees that were all around there. So your answer now would undeniably be, no, a, a trout's not going <laughs> to survive in that because they, they have uh, cut everything down. Um, and there's a couple other spots I can think of over towards, like, Big Island where you might wonder, could a, could a trout live there? Like, would the temperature be okay um but because it's been converted into farmland um i i just i don't think that they would be able to survive through the summer because the temperature of the stream would just get more uh hot than what a, a typical truck can survive yeah absolutely and you know folks we love questions on the articulate fly you can email them to us you can send them to us on our facebook our instagram page if we use your question i'll send you some articulate fly swag and then you're going to get into something cool uh, from the shop and we're actually going to draw for the 2020 season on the next episode and ethan why don't you tell folks what they're uh, what we're going to be drawing for yeah so this year we're going to draw for a tail colors flash shop shirt uh in blue that's what we've got right now and then uh we are also going to use a hundred dollar gift card yeah, very cool. Someone's going to be very, very happy next week. Oh, and, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> for sure. Um, and listen, before I let you hop, uh, why don't you let folks know where the shop is and how they can find you and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, so we're in downtown Lynchburg, and we are on Commerce Street, if you're familiar with uh, downtown Lynchburg. So not too far from the James. There's also you know, a fair amount of smaller streets that you can come and fish. Um, and then if you can't make it to the shop, then uh, most of our products are online as well uh, at tailcolorsva.com, which is tailcolors Virginia, you know, just the abbreviation for virginia.com. Um, and if you have a question about something or just different conditions, you can always call uh, the shop as well. And our, our phone number is found on our website. That's probably the easiest way. S- same thing with email. You know, if you prefer to email questions, um, you just scroll to the bottom of the page, bottom left, it says contact tailcolors. That sends an email right to my phone, uh, and I can respond in that. I've, I've been trying my best, you know, to respond to everybody. So um, if at first, you know, you don't get it in five minutes, then just wait five more, and then you might have your response. <laughs> or I'll call you back. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And, you know, listen, folks, uh, Happy New Year. Uh, happy New Year, Ethan. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines. <laughs> <laughs>